What's up, everybody? And it looks like I'm back for round two. Ding, ding, ding. It's Jared Silva, 80s baby, episode two, baby. Let's go. We're sending you back to the future. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If you want to be a party animal, you have to learn to live in the jungle. Yo, what up, everybody? I hope you're having a fantastic fucking, you know, morning, afternoon, evening or night, whatever it may be. Uh, Jared Silva back in the motherfucking building. And it looks like y'all got another episode before next Wednesday rolled by. You know, why not? Right. I should be getting some episodes up so y'all can hear them and listen to them instead of just having one and having to wait a whole nother week to listen to another one. So the first five episodes, I promise you, will go up faster than the first five weeks because uh, I got to get this shit done, man. I like it. I I have a a plan. I have a purpose. I have a motherfucking purpose. Uh, You know, but this episode, I wanted to talk about a few different things, dude. Uh, First thing, I'm noticing that I have a lot more motherfucking time on my hands, dude. A lot more money in my pocket since I've been single, dude, let me tell you that. Like, I uh, no longer have to spend money every single fucking weekend because, you know, one weekend I, I, I have my son and then on the other weekend I used to have a fucking bitch. And I'm telling you, dude, once you eliminate a person out of your life, that can eliminate some fucking financial stress. It's a, It's crazy, you know, but what the biggest difference is is how much more work I'm putting into my life and my career. So it, it, you know, makes it to where I don't have time to spend the money. You know, instead of uh, taking my normal days off, which are Sunday and Monday, I don't take Sunday and Monday off anymore when I don't have my child that week. The week that I have my son, I take those two days off. But the week that I don't have them, I have nothing better to do than hustle to work, to actually fucking make some money, dude. You know what I'm saying? Better my life. I'm not going to sit at home and fucking do nothing. That's just stupid. You know, you need to fucking hustle every day that you possibly can. You know, like I said in my last uh, um, episode, you know, I've been listening to Steve Harvey a lot and he turned me on to uh, this 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 verse in the Bible that I'll never forget and that it, it just resonated with me, bro. It just resonated, it resonated, resonated, whatever <laughs> with me. Uh, Proverbs 2013, do not love sleep or thy will grow poor. Open thine eyes and you shall have plenty of food to spare. So what that means is, is it basically means get up early, do what you have to do to make your fucking money, hustle. After you're done working, spend some time with your loved ones and get some sleep. But it doesn't have to be eight hours of sleep. You know, basically, we have, not even basically, literally, we we only have 24 hours in a day. So, eight of those hours is a third of our day. We ain't supposed to be sleeping eight fucking hours a day. That's just not what we're supposed to be doing. We can get four to six hours of sleep and feel fine. You know, it's just a matter of actually waking up, not hitting snooze, but waking up, and, and being grateful, show gratitude, talk to God, 
And you know what? It's going to get you up on your feet. Drink some fucking water right off the bat. Skip your coffee or your energy drink. I'm dead ass serious, dude. Skip coffee or your energy energy drink until you drink at least a bottle of water, at least 12 ounces of water. Because that's what you need to do to get your metabolism started and your body fucking working right. You need to drink at least 12 ounces of water before you put anything into your body after you wake up. Start doing that. I guarantee you're going to fucking thank me. You know? But I'm done with sleeping fucking 8 hours a day. I'm done with sleeping fucking 12 hours a day like I did at one point in time. That's sleeping half your day away. You know? Because I'm just counting my blessings and asking for more, baby. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I am God's child. God knows what I desire. And I'll work hard for my blessings. I can fucking promise you that. I am going to put every last bit of effort into achieving what I desire. And if I work really hard for that, and hard work meets opportunity, that's when success will come. And that opportunity will be blessed to me when God knows that I'm ready for it. You know, because he's not going to bless you until he knows that you're ready for it, until he's seen that you've put in the required work to receive that blessing. You know, so that's what I'm that's what I'm fucking doing, dude. But um do any of y'all enjoy watching shows on whatever streaming platforms you watch, you know, like Netflix, Amazon Video, fucking Prime, whatever, Hulu, Peacock, they have so many streaming streaming services right now, you know, HBO, all that all that type of shit. But do any of you focus on any shows in particular right now? You know, I mean, I know you can't tell me, but you know, you can always fucking write me back on my email or my uh, Instagram, which is going to be in the description. Or uh, I'm going to even start putting my fucking, it's not my real phone number, but it's one of those phone numbers that you can get as a second phone number. And I'm going to put it in the description so you can even text me if you want to fucking, you know, ask me questions, answer back a question that I asked you. Or when it comes to, uh, you know, contests that I'm going to hold in the future, um, you'll be able to do so over text, you know. So uh, I'm going to start doing that shit. But um, I've been watching, you know, I've had a lot of time on my hands lately. So when I am home before I fall asleep, I've been watching a lot of, you know, shows not really investing a lot of time into movies. You know, I'll put a movie on when I want it to go in the background when I'm doing shit. But to pay attention to something, to actually invest 30 minutes or an hour into something, that's realistic for me. So I I like tending to veer towards the shows, dude. Now, I fucking love the Umbrella Academy, man. Dude, it's an amazing show. Now, I can admit the, the last season was a little dragged out, you know. It, was, it wasn't as good as the first two seasons because the first two seasons were on point, dude. They were amazing. But I still love the Umbrella Academy. Now, out of all the characters, number five and Klaus are my favorite, dude. They're, they're, they're fucking so funny. It's the kid and the fucking druggy fucking hipster motherfucker. They are funny as fuck. The only thing I wasn't a fan about when it came to that show, was when they turned Vanya into Victor, you know? I don't give a shit if that fucking woman identifies as a man in real life. It doesn't mean she's a man, and it doesn't mean your character had to do so. 
You know, I think they actually flipped the fucking script, the storyline, just so it fucking would, you know, tend to her wants and fucking needs. Um, But I just thought that it was a lame way to change the storyline when it didn't need it. You know, it added a whole new awkward moment in the third season, you know, that every single character had to fucking just grasp onto immediately. Like, okay, cool, yep, you're our brother now, and we're going to call you Victor. Like, shit don't really go like that in real life, dude. And not only that, but um, it just didn't need it for the show. She could have continued playing Vanya. You know, a strong fucking female role. But nope, she had to fucking be like, well, I'm, I think I'm a man, so I'm going to be a man on the show too. If you guys have a problem with that, I'm out of this bitch. They should have said, cool, we'll have Vanya die. Maybe the show would have actually fucking been more successful in the third season. And instead of bringing out a fourth season, which they are, with only six episodes, which is fucking chintzy. And not only that, but it's the final fucking uh, season. It's the grand finale. Now, in my opinion, I think that them having to add that to the storyline, it fucked some shit up for him, dude. And it made it to where this show couldn't go beyond four seasons. And not only that, but having the season end after six episodes? Come on, dude. You know, and spoil alert, but the way they they ended the third season, I have no idea what's going to happen with the final season's story. Because, you know, they all run off in different directions. None of the motherfuckers have powers anymore, you know, and they all kind of run off and do their own thing. They don't even want to be a fucking group. So it's it's odd where they left it. I don't know where they're going to take it, but I enjoyed it regardless, dude. It's a, it's a fucking fantastic show. You know, sometimes there's those shows that just grab us by the balls and fucking suck you in, dude. Uh, one of them for me was Breaking Bad. I literally waited days to watch that, like way after it was popular because everybody was talking about it, hyping it up, and I had watched the first two or three episodes and the first two or three episodes for me just dragged the fuck out and I kept, ended up, like, I ended up quitting watching it after the first two or three episodes. And so finally, after everybody had already watched that show, you know, nobody was talking about it on the internet anymore. Um, I finally actually gave it an opportunity. Holy shit, dude. That show right there um, was probably in my top three shows of all time. That shit was fire, dude. The whole storyline, the plot, the cast, an amazing fucking show. And I even watched, uh, whatchamacallit, El, El Torino, El Tavino. El Mastico, I, I don't know, whatever one followed that bitch-ass fucking rat Jesse, you know, into that, like, last little movie thing that, that, you know, shows what happened to him, you know, but he was a bitch, dude, at the end of, uh, fucking Breaking Bad, I didn't like Jesse, because he was a rat, and then fucking Walter White just got fucking blasted while blasting everybody else, dude, he went out like a fucking G, he went out like a G, dude, and that, that show was so well done that, I was stuck on it. Every night I would go home and make sure I watched one to two episodes. And uh, I'm glad I did. I'm fucking glad I did. Now that I'm done watching The Umbrella Academy for the second time, all three seasons, 
I don't know what uh, show I want to get into, if I want to get into a new show, if I want to watch Cobra Kai all over again because I want to prepare myself for when the new Cobra Kai comes out. But, um, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. But, dude, a show, what? Talking Chinese. Dude, no, uh, I was reading the news, bro, and another thing I wanted to mention was there's this little fucking four-year-old named Athena Brownfield, dude. She was fucking beaten to death by uh, her caretakers. Uh, one of them named Ivan Adams, this piece of shit man. Um, and this dude fucking basically beat the fucking living shit out of this four-year-old so bad that she was laying there practically not even you know being able to breathe and then his wife Alyssa Adams fucking punched her punched her in her chest three more times to finish her off because she couldn't see her you know sitting there fucking taking her last breath and then they went and they buried the little girl where they lived at the time you know on their property like what the actual fuck dude some people are are fucking sick. You know, those are the people that's that's true evil, dude. You know, when I read that news article in my heart, man, I, I was like heartbroken. Like, who could possibly beat a four-year-old child to death? Like I said, that's just pure fucking evil right there. The epitome of evil. That shows that we do have demons walking this planet. You know, we always say, oh, demons and angels, and we think of these things as, you know, uh, something in heaven or hell. But in all reality, demons and angels walk this fucking planet. And you'll know who is what very easily by what they do and how they live their life. You know, but that couple had been caring for her and her sister for like two years. I can't even imagine what they went through before that girl got beat to death because if they got if they if they beat the shit out of that girl that way that poor child man then she probably had a really tough two years before that even happened you know that poor fucking girl man i hope she rests easy and at least now she's no longer suffering dude she's in god's hands now you know because it's really sad dude she's God, a four-year-old, bro, a four-year-old had to go through that shit. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine at four years old having to deal with that type of shit? Having to go through fucking the people who are supposed to be caring for you, abusing you, and then finally just beating you so bad that you die at four? Four years. That's sad, bro. That's sick. That's sick and demented, dude. I need a drink. It is for real, though. It's sick and fucking demented, dude. And I, when I read that story, bro, I was like, oh, my God, dude. This this just shows how much evil is out in this world. But on a, on a good note, um, I also read that Jeremy Renner, who was a native of my hometown, Modesto, California, um, is now out of the hospital after a snowplow accident that he had in the beginning of the year. Now, I'm happy to hear he's doing well. You know, that's, that's fucking dope, dude. I mean, to get into an accident like that and look like how he looked when he posted himself on Instagram, like he looked like he got the shit beat out of him in a UFC fight, but God had his back. God had Jeremy Renner's back that day and, uh, he survived. 
getting ran over by a fucking snowplow, dude. That is insane. That thing weighs so much. Just ran him over, dude. But I remember seeing him at the Save Mart that he worked at when I was young. You know, um, I used to go there with my Nana when she had to go to the store all the time. And he was in high school when I was a child. So when I was like five, six, seven years old, he was in high school uh, getting ready to go to Modesto Junior College before he left MJC to become, you know, whatever he became in another college to uh, achieve his his where he's at now. You know, being one of the fucking top actors in America, you know, fucking Marvel DC shit, you know, but um, it's a trip how much talent has came out of my hometown, dude. Modesto, California. George Lucas grew up here. Uh, Timothy Oliphant grew up here. And then obviously there's Jeremy Renner, you know, Um, and Modesto also seems to get mentioned in a lot of movies for some reason, man. You know, you got monsters versus aliens. When the spaceship fucking landed or whatever was landing, they literally said it's landing in Modesto, California. You know? Um, So that was funny. And then the most recent of all movies to mention us was the most recent Scream that they put out. The two killers were from Modesto, California. You know, and there's been a lot of others in the past that have actually mentioned Modesto or... You know, Modesto has been in those movies. Uh, one specific uh, movie that was about Modesto is American Graffiti that was done by George Lucas about cruising in Modesto, um, you know, which became like this pastime that we have that, you know, we're known for graffiti night. The first weekend after fucking school gets out, everybody used to, to cruise McHenry, the main fucking strip, Highway 108, up and down McHenry, show off their cars, fucking, you know, holler at chicks, chicks hollering at dudes, fucking getting food, mingling. Um, they shut it down for a while because of all the gang violence and drug use, but, you know, they're, they're bringing it back because it's part of Modesto's history, you know, but it's a trip how much it's gotten, you know, the town has gotten recognition, uh, especially after what we were known for for a long time was uh, the Scott and the Lacey Peterson thing. You know, that was a sad story, and that thing happened fucking right here in Modesto, California, uh, 2002 during the holidays, dude. It ended up being a huge deal in getting nationwide fucking coverage. Nationwide is on your side. Nah, for real. (coughs) Nationwide coverage, dude. Everybody wanted to find out you know, what was going on because of the fact that not only was this a fucking missing person murder type case, but the woman missing was pregnant, like legit eight, nine months pregnant, about to have the baby, you know, and uh, her and the baby were fucking killed, found in the Berkeley Marina. Super fucking sad, dude, you know, and it's crazy that it's almost been 21 years since that happened. You know, that poor family still has to think about that shit and deal with it every holiday season that comes around. Every holiday season that comes around, they're reminded that Lacey Peterson, their daughter, their sister, a future mother, was taken from them. And uh, Scott Peterson, you know, he fucking, he, he, he got, he was guilty. He was found guilty. Whether he did it or hired other motherfuckers to do it, He was found guilty. But um, the last thing I wanted to talk about 
was putting your energy into real shit. Shit that we should be putting energy into compared to, like, what we shouldn't be putting our energy into. And excuse me, I'm fucking drying out in the throat. I need to fucking drink again. But, uh, for instance, I love football, dude. Okay? I'm a Los Angeles Chargers fan, unfortunately. (laughs) But to be so attached to them that you allow a game to ruin your day, that's a level of attachment that you shouldn't have on a football team. You know, do they know your name? Do they pay your bills? Do they protect your family? Do they make you become a better person or become more successful? None of the above. You see, we tend to put our energy into things that do not benefit our lives. Football is one of the things, one of the things you know. That's just one of so many. Because it's even the little things like arguing about which is better, like an iPhone or Samsung. You know, does it even matter? Is one actually better than the other? Or do they both offer something the other doesn't that makes a fan, us a fan of one in particular? You know, but you'll fucking hear two people just go at it about, oh, iPhone is better. Oh, no, Samsung is better. Android is better. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous because Apple nor Samsung gives a shit about you. They only care about the money they make. So why are we such advocates for things that aren't advocates for us? You know, we can truly utilize our energy for better reasons, dude. You know, we can support our friends and family more than we support a fucking football team or a mobile device. You know, there's people that are trying to achieve their dreams and we'll sit there and talk shit and try and hold them back from, uh you know, pursuing their dreams, but somebody that we don't know that's on a football team, a baseball team, a fucking NASCAR fucking shit, whatever, we'll put fucking every last energy into uh, rooting for. You won't root for somebody that is supposed to, you know, be your friend, a fellow human that you know, but you'll root for a complete fucking stranger. You know, it's it's completely fucking ass backwards, dude, bass backwards, straight the fuck up. You know, could you imagine if you took that same energy and dedicated it to your marriage or relationship? Could you imagine giving that same energy and focus to God? Now, imagine if you allowed fucking that much energy to go towards God, having faith in God, believing in God, knowing that God is taking care of you. All you have to do is ask, pray, work hard, and not even think about it. You don't even have to think about what you pray for because uh, I heard this on Steve Harvey as well. If you're going to pray for it, don't worry about it. If you're going to worry about it, don't pray for it. You see what I'm saying? You have to just pray for it and know that it's in God's hands after that and you don't need to worry about it. Whatever you prayed for eliminates the worry. That's what praying does is it eliminates whatever we have on our chest. It eliminates the worries. It eliminates the hard times. It eliminates the what ifs. So pray and don't fucking worry. But remember, 
if you can put all this energy into a fucking football team, you can put that energy into what truly matters, which is your faith. You know, that's why you that that's where your attention should go to the people, the things and God. That's what benefits our life the most. You know, once we do that, we start receiving blessings even faster than we did before, you know, and it's because we are sowing the right seeds instead of focusing on a team fucking winning or not. We need to focus on sowing positive seeds and just enjoying a game for what it is, just enjoying a hobby for what it is. And and then after that game is over with, just move forward. Don't even think about the shit. If your team lost, they lost. There's nothing you can do about it. They're going to go out with the other team that they fucking lost to for dinner. They're going to go party together. These are young kids in the NFL, the Major League Baseball, the fucking National League Hockey, whatever. These are young kids that whether they win or lose, they're going to have fun that night. You know, so remember that you should do the same thing. You should turn off the TV. Hey, we won. We lost. Cool. Fuck it. Now it's time to move on with life. And do what I have to do to make sure that my life is not only fucking better, but that I'm happy. And the only way you're going to be happy is with fucking faith and God in your heart. Dead ass, motherfucker. So remember what you should be paying attention to. You know, priorities are important. Family is important. And most importantly, God and prayer are important. Very important. There's no other way around life. You have to have God in your life and you have to show gratitude. That's one thing that I'm still learning to do, you know, like I have to force myself to remember, hey, yo, slow down a minute, Jared. You need to show gratitude for what you have right now, because right now you're being a little bitch and God can see that. And if God sees you being a little bitch, he ain't going to bless you. So you need to get the fuck up. You need to get the fuck right. And you need to realize that you ha- you have plenty of things to be grateful for. See, so when I'm talking to y'all on this podcast, I'm really talking to myself because these are the things that I'm working on as well. You know, I'm not sitting here trying to give you advice because I know it. I'm sitting here trying to give you advice because I'm going through it. So we're going through some shit together. Either that or you may have gone through shit that I'm going through right now and you've achieved what you need to achieve and you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, life is all about God and gratitude. The double G. God and gratitude. Have it. Embrace it. Love it. Live it. Straight the fuck up. But as you can see now with the second episode, you know, this podcast is about a lot more than just God and, and everything else that comes with God. I'll go off on tangents. I'll talk about shit that, you know, uh, doesn't really matter when it comes to life, but at the same time, it matters to me. You know, like TV shows and shit. My son. Stories from my past when I had an amazing time. Some funny shit. Who knows? You know, this is... My personal journals, this is an improv show that just basically documents me being me and trying to be the best person I can be with God by my side. That's it. So I hope you're enjoying the podcast. 
I hope that you uh, enjoy the fact that I put one up before next Wednesday uh, because that was a long way to go. A whole week with just one episode up on the fucking podcast uh, is kind of... It's kind of lame, so I had to bring you another bonus episode, but we're still calling it episode two, whether it's a bonus or not. If you're enjoying the podcast and you ain't following the podcast already, make sure you do so. Click that follow fucking button. It's just a tap on your screen or a tap on your fucking keyboard or a tap on your mouse, whatever the fuck. Follow the show, support the show, tell people about the show, whatever you want to do. And to my haters out there, I appreciate you too, and I hope that you, I hope that you're blessed. If you don't like me, it's all good. I still hope that you're blessed and not stressed. But I am out this bitch like a newborn baby out the bloody twat, baby. That's how it is. I will talk to you soon. PC Wheats and Shalom. We're sending you back to the future. So it's sort of social, demented and sad, but social, right? If you want to be a party animal, you have to learn to live in the jungle.